0: Welcome today to our Train Like a Mother Ultra webinar. We've got your coach, Stephanie Violet, on the on the line. Hello, Stephanie. Hello. How's it going? It's good.
1: It's yeah. good.
0: Yeah, we were just talking about
1: fall. You guys are having some good running weather out there in Bend. It's beautiful. And even just yeah. like, I haven't been running a ton, but um, uh, it's good just being outdoors weather.
0: Yeah, it really is. Right. The crispness, even on like it gets hot here in Denver in the middle of the day, but then it goes to drop so quickly that it's just lovely. It's just, I know you wouldn't appreciate, I know I wouldn't appreciate if we had it all the time. It's like Christmas every day. You don't really want it, but you kind of want it, right? And it's a novelty. (laughs) Yes, I'll take it exactly exactly well um we have some questions to dive into from your athletes but before we do that i know it's been a while since we talked to you and the mm-hmm. last time we talked to you you're we sending you off to utmb and a big adventure over on the um european continent so yeah. um so we know that it ended with a helicopter ride so can you fill us in on what happened between the starting line and and winging yeah, up in the air yeah
1: yeah and even like backing up to just the whole time i was over there it was an amazing trip so i you know utmb was kind of want for me but um yeah. i had a great summer like yeah it was yeah UTMB. you did i was
0: looking through your instagram before this i'm like oh my gosh where hasn't she been so
1: yeah yeah so i'm not you know the the, the race didn't go that well but um the rest of the time there was great Good. um Good. but basically long story short what happened was um If anyone hasn't seen the video of the start line, you should watch it because it's impressive. It's like 3,000 people on this like tiny little European street. They play this super emotional song and then you start. So it's a fast start, (laughs) you know, inevitable. Um, And so what happened to me was um, I was in the front. They save like the front corral for the elite runners. And um, there was a crash in front of me um, about 10 meters into the race. And I pulled my friend, Claire, um, Claire Gallagher and I were running together. I pulled her uh, and I out of the way and uh, I stepped really weird with my left foot and I tweaked my glute. Um, and I was uh, like, okay, okay, well I've got 24 hours to work this out, it'll be fine. And turns yeah. out it, it never was fine. It, um, it just got worse and worse and I was compensating and I literally ran as far as I could. Um, but I, like, when they found me, um, I was walking backwards down the mountain. Oh, um, sweetie. With my oh, points. my gosh. Yeah. So it was, oh. um, um, I got I got a stretcher ride mm-hmm. um, to the helicopter, helicopter ride off the mountain, and then the ambulance ride, which was way more dramatic than it needed to be. Like, okay. I really was, I was really okay. I just, I just couldn't run anymore. Yeah. Um, but the, the saddest part was um, I was, almost done. Like it, it, I probably had like five or six more hours, but I was at mile
0: 85. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> so gosh. I, like, I don't know. Oh. So, Wait, so yeah. you say that they found you, like, had they, did they send out like, like a search well, and rescue for you? No, what sorry.
1: happened was like, there's people passing me. Um, and I was just bawling. I looked like uh, a hot mess. <laughs> yeah, sure. And, um, so they, there was an aid station and they sent two people up to, to to find me someone must have told them that I was in rough shape okay. um so they they didn't speak English they came up to me they sat me down they took up my space blanket and put it around me and I should have known at that point like oh they're gonna they're gonna pull the plug on you um uh, because sure. I probably would have fought that a little bit more but um
0: I, yeah I that's didn't. not knowing the language is kind of a I don't well, know if that's or yeah, not,
1: like, you know, I, 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 I I could have communicated with them. And I was telling my friend afterwards, I was like, I wish I would have put up more of a fight. So, you know, I would have like slept for an hour or two and then walked it, tried to walk it in. She was like, maybe that was the right thing that you couldn't communicate it. Maybe that was like yes. a sign. So yes. yeah,
0: that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. But yeah.
1: Won't helicopter go. ride was kind of cool. I guess I've never yeah. been in one. So yeah.
0: Wow. And that's, that's all. Hard. And that literally <laughs> happened in. Uh, it happened within like what? A, a, what? What did you say? Like a mile the meters. start? Ten, 10 meters, meters of the start.
1: Yeah, literally before we made the first turn. Um, oh so,
0: my gosh. Yeah, it was.
1: You know, and I. I could be more bitter about it. Um, I'm a little disappointed, obviously. Of but course. Yeah. When, when you race enough, those things happen. And I mean, I guess I'm kind of happy that. I mean, I went as long as I did. Yeah. Um, there's permanent damage. I yeah. Just, finished
0: <laughs> yeah yeah well and going I mean you couldn't have I mean you would you have had to walk the whole thing backwards to get to the finish line well, you think. Or... downhill, downhill. Um, yeah.
1: I don't yeah. know
0: I mean it yeah. was yeah it was not just cool to, well. yeah there's not it's not good to even talk about well and so and how long did it take you to heal your body after that I mean was it was it, grew, it been, pretty bad um, yeah
1: so I could I could hike uphill and run uphill just fine. Like okay. even a few days later, I, I went for a hike and I was like, huh, this is kind of weird. I can, you know, I'm pretty yeah. mobile, but I couldn't run until uh-huh. maybe two or three weeks ago. Like I've okay. only done a few like short, like flatter runs. I've just been going up the mountain. Okay. <laughs> then, like just run up it, run down it. Cause that feels great. So it yeah. really took a good six weeks to heal.
0: Okay. Okay. So you're okay to run down now too?
1: yeah and i i Where? was able to run down because i was just shuffling down okay it was just okay. the flat and yeah honestly i'm so oh. bored with the us right now that it was kind of fine i was like yeah running i just want to hike up mountains <laughs> yeah
0: yeah 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 well good well and did you i uh, did claire finish i hope i hope that your your yeah. heroic gesture wasn't for not oh you're kidding me he dropped out before
1: i did i honestly the americans had a really I don't think really any Americans finished. Um, sure. There's a couple guys, um, Tim Tullifson and Zach Miller, got helicoptered in the same place that I did. Um, oh, none of the women finished, so was it, it was just a rough year. Yeah.
0: Was the weather? What was the weather like?
1: Um, it was kind of crummy. It was raining, and then I mean, you'd go up high, and it would be like snowing. Sure. Um, it wasn't. I mean, I I, I deal well with the elements, so I was yeah. really Cold, but it was yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Typical UTMB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Just another walk in the park. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, sorry to hear about that. I know everyone yeah, yeah. is. It's okay. Um, yeah. I did
1: add another race to my calendar, though, just kind of because that one didn't go well. So yeah. I'm going to go to Cape Town December 1st. Um, oh, wow. There.
0: So, yeah. Wow. This and is, is nice. that, um, I don't, I, I I only think when I think of Cape Town, I think of, um, basically great white sharks. Like that's oh, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, does it have good tra- are there good trails in there?
1: Yeah, there's some yes. good trails. Um, and it's yeah. pretty steep, I think. Um okay. I've never been there before, but it's a yeah. pretty gnarly course, I think. So Okay. Pretty and good. What's the distance again? Did you say hundred K. right now that sounds really nice. Yes, like, yeah. no more of this hundred mile stuff right now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Take a break, take a break. Well, yeah. good. Well, we're excited to hear about that one. We're kind of traveling around the world because you've been to Brazil, right? Was that, was that one race in Brazil? I've been to Peru recently. Oh, Peru, Peru, that's right. Yeah. All right, about that. And then, yeah, sweet, France, mm-hmm. and now we're headed to South Africa, awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, a better um, race report is coming from Kirsten, uh, who is here, or, yeah, Kirsten, who is here um, right now, and she had her first 50 miler on Saturday. Um, yeah. She said it was, for the most part, well-executed on my part. I was very prepared. Um, and I want to thank the AMR team, especially Coach Stephanie. The training plan was great and it was not over under trained. And I think that's really important, especially if you haven't raced yet, if your race is and we have five people still going in 2018. And I know you go on the conservative side of training, but I haven't had anybody come in or I haven't heard of anyone coming in saying I wasn't ready for that race.
1: Right. Yeah, like
0: it's, yeah. a it's. It's amazing. I mean, it's not amazing because I know, you know, you're very good at what you do, but I think sometimes people think that they need to
1: really pile it on.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, One of the key moments was me, for me was about mile 38. I was feeling pretty nauseous. I do remember coach Stephanie saying, if you get nauseous, you need more fuel. So even though I was the last thing I wanted, (laughs) I sucked down more gel and started to feel better. Then I really stayed on top of nutrition and electrolytes. I did gels and Coke at the aid station with a, little, with a few salty boiled potatoes, um, water and some noon. I'm so happy that was, that was good, that, 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 that nutrition was good. She started to get a little achy around 35 and by mile 42, her knees were hurting so bad she could barely run. Um, a fellow runner gave her a few aspirin and that made a huge difference. And I was able to run, really run the last five miles. The last two miles were her fastest. I'm overall very pleased. Isn't that amazing?
1: Well, it's amazing, and you know, she did the work. You know, yeah, I'm just a yeah. facilitator here, so yeah. I kudos to you for really just working hard, and then also executing on race day. I think you know we know sometimes like how to troubleshoot, but it, but doing it is a whole nother story. So I think this is a great example of like going through it and having things not go to plan and troubleshooting yeah. out of it.
0: Yeah. That yeah, is- no, for sure. For sure. Well, I mean, something is going to go wrong in 50 yes. miles. It, hopefully it's not in it, the first 10 is- meters, you know, <laughs> <Hopefully> not. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but I mean, there is, you know, I mean, and that's, and that's what I think is so great about talking to you and stuff is, is just hearing that, um, that you get the idea that, um, you know, it's going to go down, but it's going to come back up and expect mm-hmm. that. Don't expect it to have it just be an amazing day. Um, right. it is an amazing day, but you're going to have some highs and lows for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So speaking, um, another one that I wanted to talk about was Francine who did a, um, she did the Hennepin trails or something like that. I can't remember the exact name of it, but she did one, um, that was mostly on pavement. It was a 50 K, um, in the twin cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, she said, uh, Sometime between miles 15 and 20, my quads started cramping. Once I realized I hadn't been taking enough salt and made adjustments, I recovered quickly. And I know we're headed into cooler weather, but I wanted you to talk a little bit about um, salt tabs and making sure that people know when to take them or how to practice with them. Can you just kind of, especially because I feel like you, I feel like the need is fading, but is that the truth uh, with the weather going down?
1: Yeah, I mean, you don't need as many when. Okay. My- because you're not sweating as much but you still need salt because even even if you don't perceive yourself to be sweating even if it's cold you you still are to some extent and sodium is not just you know it's the the purpose isn't just replacing what you lost it's also helping get um, fuel across your gut and so just a good rule of thumb I think is one an hour now it's good to practice that in your training particularly on your your um long run so it's a, sure. it's a great time just to try it out make sure everything feels good um and then in a race say you're starting at like 5 or 6 a.m it's going to be really cool you might not need salt right away i usually don't take it until i start to feel myself like feel a little bit warm especially like your cheeks or you can feel like little salt lines or sweating you start sweating um, and then i just get on the routine of one an hour so okay. i think even though it's cold you still need it. And it's not just replenishing the sodium. Like I, I took it, um, when I ran Bandera a few years ago, which was in January and it was like 30 degrees. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Good. That's good Yeah. So it's a multitasker. It's not just there. Exactly. For... Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, okay. Uh, I know you, um, kind of already commented on this, but I just wanted to, um, Leah's on this call, and I, I wrote down um, that her son's testing for his second, I don't know how to say it, Pumi black belt, P-O-O-M-E, yeah. um and Taekwondo will be the same day as a race. A race. Um, there's it's no way he's, I wonder why, are you getting feedback, Stephanie? No. No, I am. All of a sudden. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, there's no way she's going to skip this testing. So she's not going to do the 24-hour race, but once testing is done, I still plan on driving down and doing whatever the race is left, mostly about 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, this was a couple weeks ago, and I'm sure she's ma- kind of made the mental adjustment, but what mm-hmm. can you do, like, when you have to shift down from a full day to a half day what what kind of um adjustment are you looking for i mean this is just a good
1: example of how you know these things always happen like things never go exactly how you perceive them and making the best of what you have so instead of going for how long can you run in 24 hours like how fast can you run x number of miles in 12 hours or whatever it's you know the time that you have um and i think you're making the absolute right decision i mean it's you know the race the 24 hour that that'll be there. You can still do that at some point. And 12 hours is a really long time. So
0: <laughs> I was about to say, not nothing. Yep,
1: yeah, it's not yeah. nothing. So just reframe, refocus, and set a new goal. And I think you can be just as fulfilled by by reaching your goal in the 12 hours versus the 24.
0: Totally, totally. So good luck, Leah. Let us know how yeah. it goes. And um, yeah, if you need any help tweaking anything. Let us know. Um, Okay, Amy um, is, uh, she's racing this weekend. Um, She is doing the um, Stone Steps 50K in Cincinnati. Um, She says, race day is getting close. There's an option to start my race an hour early and I'm considering it. Mm -hmm. Um, Eight hours gives me a little cushion to finish the 50K. Um, So just to talk a little bit, I mean, when should you consider an early option or, or taking that option of an early start?
1: Yeah. I think an early start is is a great option if it's going to place a little less stress on you. So if you're if you're worried about making cutoffs, if you feel just a little bit anxious about the time, just take that pressure off yourself and go ahead and do the early start. I don't think there's there's any negative to that. Um, You know, like, I mean, the only negative being you start, you have to wake up a little bit earlier. But I think if you're thinking about it, then why not do it? Um, sure. it I think it'll just make a more enjoyable day for you.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, here comes a question. Hold on. Okay. Uh, this is from, um, from Kirsten. Uh, besides general rest and some walking, what's the best way to cover from recover from super sore legs? Mm. So she is, yes, it's the 50 miler just did a 50 miler. She's and her feet hurt a ton after which. Yeah, just, that's I'm normal. going to quote the sign. You're kicking so much ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what, um, so what, what is she doing? Um, she just did a race last weekend. So
1: yeah, you just gotta rest and like runners hate hearing this. Just put up your feet, get some couch time. I mean, a little active recovery can help. I'm a fan of doing yoga. Um, not necessarily like a vinyasa flow class, but like, um, recovery yoga or, um, yoga for athletes just to get some movement in. But, I, I would just try to try to rest honestly. Um, legs up the wall is great. That can help with your feet. Um, anything that you take to um, relieve the symptoms, like Advil or ice, that's actually going to inhibit the recovery process a little bit. So if you can avoid that, it's it's best in the long run. Um, yeah, just try to embrace a slower pace of life for a week. <laughs> Yes. But, and I should say, don't drive yourself crazy because another one of the questions was the post-race blues and yes. that's totally a real thing. And I like to plan alternative activities for myself for the week or two weeks after. And that means for me, um, non-physical things like um, I'll do some art or I'll plan like something with some girlfriends. I like to go to the spa because that's yeah. like a treat for me, yes, um, of course. have a glass of wine, um, yeah. that's Something I normally do, but I, know if, I was going say, know, have, have three, three glasses
0: of wine. I'm just kidding. Have three glasses yeah.
1: of wine at the yeah. spa. I mean, <laughs> little things that you can look forward to, um, yeah, know, like, with your kids or your husband, it, that can just really help you focus not on the fact that you can't run and that your body's broken, but that like you're celebrating, like reaching a goal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like you just said, easy stuff. I mean, so like you said, the um, like, you know, recovery yoga, yoga for athletes. I mean, I, I, you know, getting in the pool. I always, I hate getting in the pool, and then as soon as I ha- get in, I love that I've done it, and that always yeah. feels good. Um, my daughter's swim coach just said uh, the other day. It was like preseason orientation. He was like water benefits every cell of your body. Like think about how good you feel after a shower. That was yeah. his whole scientific evidence. Um, yeah. And he's like kind of like this old grizzled endurance athlete man, you know, he rides his bike to school every day. But I was like, yeah. you know, that's kind of true, you know? So there's just something about being in the water that's pretty um, healing, I think, and refreshing. Um, And then you, I know you like to ride your cruiser bike around. I know it's getting a little chilly I, at times, yeah. but yeah. kind of just fun to just go for a spin, you know? Okay.
1: And, and just keep it totally low-key. I usually yeah. don't wear workout clothes just to prevent myself yeah. from doing yeah, that. Exactly. Um, and if you're not a, a lap swimmer, um, I think like hot tub or sauna, I guess sauna isn't water, but like just getting in warm water is beneficial. Yes,
0: yes absolutely. Yeah, sometimes I wear um on my, like if I'm, if I really like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna ride to this restaurant. Like if you wear like yeah. a white t-shirt that you like, then you don't want to pit it out, you know?
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> You're not like, allowed to push too hard. But I
0: can't sweat. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the, uh, the early start is great. And then um, the aid state question, Amy had a question about that as well. Um, so her course has a figure eight loop. Um, it's five miles one way and then three the other. And the aid station, I, as I understand it, is where the loops cross. Okay. Um, I plan on packing essentials using a handheld for water, versus my pack. Um, she's wondering um, about advice getting for in and out quickly. And that's the mm-hmm. other thing I wanted to, Fran brought up, she had lots of staffing. Like she had a, she was with two guys that she befriended. So she had a great time, but like her yeah. Strava versus her, her time in motion versus her time total was like an hour, you know, mm-hmm. almost difference, I believe. So talking a little bit about um, how to kind of streamline your aid stations.
1: Yeah, so I think there's there's two important points here. One is, you do need to take the time you need to get the to resupply and to get the fuel, you don't want to blow through aid station. So you do want to make sure that you stop and get what you need. Um, The best way I found to get in and out quickly is to do a checklist in your head, right before you get into the aid station, like what are you going to do. Um, And for me, it's usually okay, I'm going to refill my bottle, I'm going to throw in my trash, I'm gonna grab three gels. And that way when I get in, I've got those three things, I do them and then I walk out. Because if you come in and then you try to think of everything, it's like a little chaotic and it's like, ah, yes. oh, I don't remember. And I have gone through and been like, oh shoot, I forgot to grab salt. And that's like kind of a big mistake. So yeah. just yeah. do a little checklist each time. Um, and then, you know, if you can grab the fuel that you need and just walk out while you're eating it, that will keep you going. And once you get out of that environment, you can start running again. So I think, you know, you don't want to just blow through them and move through them, get what you need, but then keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that
0: a lot. That's a good idea. Yeah. And is there any... um and maybe this is just a dumb question, but the other thing that obviously like um, inhibits forward motion is stopping to use the bathroom. I mean, mm-hmm. um, like our bathrooms typically at aid stations or, are, or, or is it more, especially if you just have to pee, like, can you just pull off and go if you're okay with that in a trail yeah. race?
1: Um, in a trail race, that's fine. I mean, some okay. have rules against that. I would just say, make sure you pull off. Um, and if you have to um, go number two, just make
0: sure you dig a hole. Yes, yeah. that's gross. Yeah, yeah because gross yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um okay but but uh, do they typically have a satellite or a porta potty in aid stations i mean i guess it depends a on lot how, of them how, how remote yeah
1: a lot of them do yeah okay. um sometimes that can be really nice to get toilet paper and like use yes. an actual bathroom so i am yeah. not you know it's maybe takes a little longer but it's kind of nice
0: it's kind of worth it um <laughs> yeah. and as far as um so her her loops again she's going to be out there for five miles and then three miles um, and, um, she's going to packing her essentials and then just have a handheld. Do you feel like that's enough for five miles? It's
1: borderline. It's um, borderline, yeah. I, it just depends on how hot it's going to be. I mean, yeah. I, I tend to, I don't like to run out of anything. Um, so I don't know. I, I would, you know, maybe have the option for two handhelds, um, and maybe don't start the, don't start with it. But if you're draining, if you're drinking all that water, which honestly, depending on how long each loop is taking, you probably should be drinking a little more than
0: one sure. handheld,
1: one. assuming yeah. that's 12, 12 to 16 ounces. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I would think about having another option. Um, I've I've gone to not using handhelds at all and just using a vest with bottles in the front because I love having my hands free. So I don't want to change what you're doing leading into your race, but I would just think about it if you are comfortable with a vest, just maybe have that as an option or an additional handheld.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Um, okay, um, let's see here, what else do we have? Um, let's talk about rain. Um, like, so her, again, going back to Francine's um, race, it was a, she, it was predicting rain. I can't remember if it rained or not, but. Um, I just want people, especially as we get into the colder races, I mean, we've got people racing in, um, have you heard of the Silver Falls? Oh, yep. Susan's hurt. She's not doing that. Sorry. Oh, okay. um, Kim Hammer is doing a Chattanooga race in early, the Run Amok 50 miler in um, early November. So that's going to probably be chilly. Mm-hmm. Um, one in Vienna, Illinois um, for Robin, um, again, in early November. And then Leah is doing the one. Ol is doing the twelve hour run um mm-hmm. in Spartanburg. so so when it gets colder and or rainy what are what are you carrying um versus what if you were out you know on a on a june race?
1: yeah, um I think like rainy, cold races can be perfectly pleasant. um it just depends on having the right clothing, yeah, so, um I'm a huge fan of having good gear Um, you know it's a little more expensive but I think it's worth it because it'll keep you dry and warm and it'll it'll keep if you get something quality it'll keep forever Um, so I use I mean obviously I'm a North Face athlete but um, they're they're really known for making um, gear that can take you in the elements so they have a jacket and if I had to recommend any jacket in the whole entire world world um, I would recommend their um, shake dry okay Hyper air, hyper thin, shake dry jacket, and it is warm, and it like literally, it's called shake dry because when there's water on it, you can shake it, and the water all rolls off. Wow. Um, so that's been that's, that's been cool. what what I run in, um, and it's kept me from, you know, in Chamonix, it's like you're pouring, it's pouring rain, and then you go up in the mountains, and it's like like snow and horizontal wind. And that's kept the race from um, becoming really unpleasant for me. Sure. So I sure. Think when you have something that you're confident is going to keep you dry and warm, you're going to be prepared. Um, so I'd say a good jacket. Um, and then anything that's going to keep your hands dry and warm, um, I think is important. So something like waterproof that you can put, like even just waterproof over mitts, um, and then in really cold races, like if it's going to be raining, I have a pair of rain pants. And again, okay. I use the North face cause they're light, but, um, they're better than like a uh, capris or tights because they don't hold the water against your skin. Yes. So I just think that's, that's another piece of gear that I just don't live without.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's um, really smart. That's really smart.
1: And for someone who, you know, maybe you don't have you don't have time to get new gear. What I would do is have a full change of clothes. Um, If you can just, you know, if you're going into the night or you've been running for like several hours and you're soaked to the bone, just change everything and start off dry. I think that can make a
0: huge difference too. Okay. And are we we talking, including changing your socks and shoes? Like, should they have an extra pair?
1: I don't think socks and shoes as much. That's lower priority. I would say sports bra though. Anything that's against your core.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you ever change your socks and shoes in a race? I don't, yeah, know, yeah, unless something really bad's happening. Yeah, wow, that's kind of cool, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so um, those are pretty much, let me just make sure. Oh yeah, so well this is um, actually a good, this is what I was just gonna ask you. Um, Melinda, how long to recover after a 50K? Um, I've heard a lot of different theories from reverse tapers to simply doing nothing for weeks. Um, her next big race on her schedule is in February. She's gonna do a road marathon in Phoenix um and technically the training plan starts a week after my 50k but i'm thinking i may modify the start a little which i think is just fine yeah yeah but let's talk about recovery after both of these races after both these distances a 50k and a 50 miler and then how do you know when you're ready if you want to either jump up you know jump up from the 50k to the 50 miler or jump up to maybe the 100k from the 50 you know like talk about that progression a little bit as well So I think recovery is
1: tricky because everyone wants a perfect, you know, template. Like how do I recover? What is, what should this look like? Honestly, it's different after every race, like even the same race, different years, same person, like just talking about myself, it's different. It just depends on how you go into it, what happens to you, how, how well or how not well you, just like so many variables. So I think you really have to listen to your body as cliche as that sounds. Sure. Um, you know, I think I wouldn't, I would not plan to run for the first week. Um, I think you can sometimes, but it's like, you're just kind of playing, you know, playing with fire because there's no need, you're not going to be gaining any fitness, um, during that time. The only thing you might be doing is causing more damage. So I would take the first week completely off of running. Um, I'm a fan of moving. Um, I think, you know, unless you're injured or you do like a really gnarly race where you feel pretty beat up, Usually, some movement feels feels pretty good. So, getting in the pool um, that can feel great. I wouldn't do a workout. Um, just like float around, do a little sure. bit of kicking, um, walking the dog is good, or you know, playing with your kids, um, like easy cruiser bike rides. But I think just like keep it fun and keep it short. You wanna you wanna finish while you're still feeling good. Like don't push to that point where it's like, oh, I'm tired now.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly.
1: So, and I think, like, you'll kind of know when you're feeling good. Um, And I would say, wait until you feel good and ready to run, then wait one more day.
0: <laughs> oh, that's lovely. I like that advice. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and I feel like you need to kind of wake up and feel like you have a little spring, like, oh, I'd be interested mm-hmm. to see what that feels like today, you know, mm-hmm. and wait, uh, exactly. wait a day. I like that. Exactly. I like that. And probably awesome. then at a, a short run, right? A nice, I would say, you yeah, know, let's, number, let's say three, like four like, miles. Well, Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. About
1: Thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Totally. Um, and then like thinking about moving up in races, I think you know it's it's not a linear thing. Like you don't need to do a 50k and then like okay, what's next? Um, yeah. you definitely can, but I think there's something to be said for a, a gradual increase in distance. Um, for longevity. Um, I I feel like I had really good mentors that told me that and I listened and it paid off in a big way um but I also understand that some people have a time frame where they're able to do these things and it makes sense so I would say if you you know you did a 50k you enjoyed it I would start thinking about the next the next jump um 50k to 50 mile is a pretty big jump um there isn't anything in between so that that is how it how it you know generally Shakes happens out. yeah um Doing two 50Ks and then a 50 miler, I think is an even better way to move up. Um, the difference between a 50 mile and 100K is very small. So, you know, those those can be done, not interchangeably, but once you do a 50 mile, you're kind of ready for 100K. For 100K? So, yeah. Okay.
0: All right, all right. Um, and and you're looking at what? I mean, 150, I mean, for, our, for this crowd, um, you know, that are not professional athletes, I mean, one 50 miler a year, does that kind of feel good or? That feels pretty
1: good to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could do two, but
0: just have some space in
1: between them so you can really come down physically and mentally. And honestly, training is, it, it takes a lot of time. And I mean, I, I don't have kids, but I even realize like, I'm not a present for my pup children and yes. my husband yeah. when I'm training a lot. So I think it's yeah. important you know just to have that time to like not be just training the year round so two is feasible if you really spread them
0: out yeah, yeah i agree okay cool well um well is there anything else you want to add i mean again we've got a couple couple people heading out still um we've got one person also training rebecca gale is headed for um the pistol ultra in alcoa tennessee but that's not until march of next year so um for these women that are um you Kim and and Robin and Leah that are headed out. Any advice? I
1: mean, yeah, you guys have worked really hard and it this is so fun for me to follow along your yes. your journey and just kind of, you know, help you along. But, you know, you 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 guys all draw so much from each other and it's really inspiring to see that and I mean, you the few runners that are still racing, like look back at like all the people who have who have gone through and done this and like that's you have that to look forward to. So I'm excited for you, and I hope you're excited too.
0: Yeah, me too, me too. And um, and again, Kim, you know, like we talked a little bit about the the blues, but know that that it's going to happen, you know. And it's hard too because you're pretty much heading right into the holidays, which I, if you are prone to, you know, depression or that kind of thing, it's it's a tough. So just, I mean, the more I think awareness is is half the battle, right? Because sometimes when you're like, oh my god, I just did this great thing, why do I feel so crappy? you know, and you're like, this, this isn't right. It's not, it's not computing. And the reality is, is that, you know, it's like, it's got that kind of day after Christmas, you know, day after graduation kind of feeling to it where you're like, Oh, now what, you know? So yeah. the more yeah. you can kind of be kind to yourself and give yourself grace and have the, you know, have the stuff scheduled, like we talked about. And then just, you know, I mean, this you know, stakes, chime in on the page and and just say, I'm feeling blah, or what are you guys up to? I need a plan or, you yeah. know, how, how good was, uh, what was the movie? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting. Come on, what's the new, the new- Free
1: solo?
0: Not free solo. Okay, <laughs> the movie too. Yes, yes, but then uh, with Lady Gaga, I'm blanking on the oh, name right now. Oh, something star, your star. I know yes.
1: what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's not what
0: it we'll is, but... Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh my God.
1: a star is born,
0: a star is there born. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Awesome, is anyone else, um? there you go, someone chimed in, thank you. So and- the, there's, we got a handful of people here. Does anyone else have any other questions or anything? um if not have a great afternoon thank you stephanie um we'll 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 maybe um we'll definitely talk to you in the new year if not before that but we'll definitely want to hear about uh south africa and um yeah have fun and have fun on those all those fall trails yeah
1: and um thank you guys for for uh trusting me to be your coach and remember on facebook if you do have something you want me to to respond to just make sure to tag me so I, i don't miss it
0: Yes, exactly. It's hard. That happens sometimes. All right. Take care everybody. Have a good night. Good night. night. Thanks, Stephanie. Yeah, that was good. Talk to you soon. Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye.